I'm Erica. And I'm Will. You're stupid. And we're Gen Z. This is your stupid, we're Gen Z, episode one. What makes a Gen Z? We're we, a couple of Gen Z teenagers who think they're smarter than they actually are. Discuss what defines our generation, whether we agree with the public opinion or not, and our own hot takes. Alright, so Will, millennials are adults now, and I think we're at a place where people are still thinking about millennials as the new thing when it's not true anymore. Uh, people generally agree that millennials were born between the early 1980s and the early 2000s, while Gen Z was born in the mid to late 1990s to early 2010s. So millennials can be anywhere as old as 20 to 40, and we can be anywhere as old as late 20s or 10. And then there's Generation Alpha, which is what comes after, and I don't know, I think they're going to end up pretty weird. So what do you think? I can't believe we're already in a Generation Alpha. Like, I, it's weird that it's like the end of an era, it feels like. Yeah, they... You know, Gen Z ending. Apparently they started at 2010. So we... Wait, so let me do the math. We were in 1990 to 2010, which is only 20... No, we weren't even 1990, because we were, like, 1995 to 2010, so that's 15 years. And then millennials are 20 years-ish, or 15 years, so I guess every generation... Why did we get such a short... No, I think every generation is that short. That's kind of weird. Oh, well, it felt really short, because I can't believe, you know, my generation already ended. I'm only 16. Yeah. That's insane. And... People still think millennials are, like, still popping out millennials when it's not even true anymore. I don't know. Pe- millennials just get on a lot. Yeah, I know. Their entire life, everyone calls them lazy and useless still. And my science teacher even said she thought everyone called her lazy and useless. Your science teacher? Because she's a millennial. She's only, like, 26. Oh. Yeah. I wish I had your science teacher. So. Yeah, she's she even talks like the millennial that everyone makes fun of. Like, oh my god, like they she literally <laughs> well, sounds like that too. It's horrible. I feel so it. bad. Maybe there's some truth. I mean, to I guess it. there is. Um, did you see that uh, that video well, that the actor for Ant Man made, where he was like, "I'm a millennial." He's fifty, by the way. He does not look like he's fifty. It was pretty. He's terrifying. fifty and he's a millennial. No, he's fifty and he was pretending to be a millennial, but he looks like he could be like thirty something, and it's creepy. Oh, that that is weird. I, it's all it's so weird when older people actually like don't look old and like I don't know, it's it's just odd. Like here, all right. <laughs> so yesterday, um, I don't know if you know Dream George and Dream and them. No, I don't know George and Dream and them. It's like the Minecraft YouTubers. No. George is twenty three and he was tweeting like thanks James Charles for following me and then edited himself kissing James Charles and James Charles literally was like, wait, are you old enough? To be like doing this, and George and Dream George is like two years older than James Charles, which is <laughs> kind of weird. It, I don't know. Older people that are not actually looking old is disgusting. To be fair, Sorry. James Charles looks like he's seventeen, so I don't know what he's talking about. Because he does his whole makeup thing every day. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, I went on Wikipedia and I found the Gen Z wiki page. So I mean, I don't know. Do you think Wikipedia is reliable? Because I always thought Wikipedia was reliable, and it's just. Like, our teachers keep on telling us, no, it's not reliable. People can edit that site whenever they want. But, like, every site on the internet is like that. And at least Wikipedia has people that go, no, this is wrong. Or they even tag with a little tag thing. Like, this is, this has no citation, so it might be, not be right. So, Wikipedia, I don't know. It's just... I, I always thought it was right, too. Because it's literally, like, I don't think people are going to put wrong things in there for no reason. It's literally, like college students that know the answer compared to a website where an editor just googled the other answers and put it in there yeah and like on- it's literally just people saying what like they know is right 
but teachers still claim it's wrong. Like, that, that drives me crazy. Yeah, and on quote-unquote, like, reliable stuff, you can see Wikipedia information on these reliable websites. Like, I see it all the time where I'll, like, I'll go on a quote-unquote reliable website, and then it just has the Wikipedia article on it, but changed a few words. And I'm like, okay, then, this is a reliable website, but Wikipedia isn't, so. I know, it's the exact same thing. So, I don't, I don't really know, like, why he just did so, Wikipedia, I went on the Wikipedia Gen Z page, and it said, Gen Z has been characterized in the media as anxious and depressed. Some commenters have attributed these effects to the generation having grown up in a time of social media, smartphones, the COVID-19 pandemic, and the ensuing recession. I'm guessing the last part was added recently. So, well, I could definitely relate to the COVID-19 part. I mean, I got bad anxiety from that back then. I remember that. Like, from... Yeah, from March to June, I literally thought I was going to die every day because of some horrible sickness. I don't anymore because I think things are reopening. But it was definitely dark, and it was hard for a lot of people. I mean, like, as a Gen Z, and we're Gen Zs, like, one of our biggest things in life is going to school. Like, we just know that. And that getting canceled and taken away from us and then having to do online every day, that was a crazy transition. We literally, it just switched in one day. I mean, and I remember like we kept getting those, like... I, I mean, I liked it, but it was super hard. Like, it kept getting two weeks. Remember when we thought we had a two-week vacation? And then it became, like, four weeks? Yeah, because what do you call We were supposed to go back. We got out March 15th, and we were supposed to go April 1st. And I'm being April 14th, then May 1st, and then it just got canceled. It was crazy. To be fair, I think we all expected that we wouldn't go back to school at all. Right, so... Yeah, but we didn't want that. <laughs> Some kids didn't want that to happen. <laughs> okay. Well, I had fun. I got my burb, who I named Corona. I almost failed four classes. Okay, that's not so fun. I'm sorry, Will. So Yeah, and you named your bird after a pandemic. It was named after a girl in a book that also happened to be named Corona. So we're just going to... I don't regret it. I will take that. I regret that a little bit. Anyway. Corona's cute. Corona is cute. So do you believe that the media is right? when they say that like gen c kids are depressed and anxious all the time no not all the time i disagree strongly because i know for a fact i am not depressed all the time and i am not anxious all the time i don't wake up every morning and think like like what's gonna happen today like i maybe i did for a couple like months but that that can't be like the definition of a gen z i hate that so much because we have so much potential we're literally the future sort of (laughs) every generation was the future at one point will well, I feel like we're going to have to carry this future on our backs considering what's going on right now. Yeah, I think, I think the thing dying. that really characterizes our generation is that we know we're screwed. Because everyone always tells us, oh, you poor kids, you're so screwed. And I feel like before that, like for millennials, I think the story is that they really screwed, like millennials screwed people over by existing. But our story is that we got screwed by everyone else, you know? It's pretty weird. Yeah, but I honestly don't feel too screwed. Like, you know, I I, I have kind of good confidence. Like, I, you know, like, my dad always thinks we're going to end up, like, in some sort of third world country because of my generation and that they messed up so bad and our lives are just over. Like, like they wish they would never be born. They're so grateful that they're not alive now. Like, <laughs> I love being like this young. <laughs> like, I don't know why. I feel like we could carry everything. And you can obviously tell that Gen Z acts like a cult, like from pranking Donald Trump on TikTok to like That's signing all sure. these petitions to getting people arrested. You remember that one time where Gen Z was literally commenting fairy emoji things on serial killers Instagram posts? That was insane. Yeah, I don't We literally got that. a serial killer arrested. That is kind of crazy. Yeah, uh, 
I didn't put it in my notes, but the Wikipedia also said that Gen Z is more entrepreneurial than apparently any other generation that came before, or it implied that it, Gen Z was more entrepreneurial than most generations, because we come after a bunch of, uh, like, we come up after... Like nine to five parents. Yeah, so... I mean, I believe it. Yeah, and that's true. I mean... I wouldn't say it's like, true for I want to own a business. I mean... No, I, definitely not. We know our classmates. But. Yeah, and literally schools, like, vocational schools that kids go to to learn how to be what they want to do when they grow up. Some courses, like the, what do you call it, like the cooking and the nursing ones and the law enforcement, those kind of categories. I know there's other, like, business ones that literally teach you how to be an entrepreneur, but... Yeah, but, know, like... We definitely still need our plumbers. It's that knowing what you want to be, I feel like, is something that's really vital for our generation. I think definitely a lot of, a lot more of us than... I mean, I don't know, because I wasn't there for millennials, but I feel like most of us have an idea of what we want to be. Exactly. Like, I want to do, like, clothing design, entertainment, you know, those things. And you want to do, like, I don't, like you want to do your thing. Yeah, I want to do my thing. We're not going to tell them what I want to do. <laughs> it's all right. Um, but, you know, and I, it's, like, it's weird, because there are still, like, plenty of kids in my class that don't know what they want to be. And I can't imagine. I mean, we're literally sophomores now. How can you not know what you want to do? And our schools definitely don't make it easy on kids that don't know what they want to do because we're already getting our college forms on like where we should go and how our future lies ahead of us. That's true, but they also try so hard to get people to know what we want to do. I want like they send us to websites that are that give us a test for like our interests and gives us a list of what we want to do and. I don't think that's really helpful for anyone. Like someone telling you, "Hey, you might want to do this," does not help you want to do something. <laughs> well, I mean, all right. So it kind of could help. I think it's bad for kids that want to do something else, but then their personality test job thing doesn't match it. Like I like my did match like entertainment with like my personality. I don't know if yours match. Mine told me I should go um, into computer science. Computer science is the most boring. No. Uh, no offense to computer science people, but, like, it is not fun for me as a person to You have to sit in front of your computer all day and just do that. Like, I can never. Yeah. That, like, depresses me. I remember being in my eighth grade class with you, literally, like, not knowing how to do anything and waiting for the bell to ring just so we can go out. Yeah, but it's fun to... I, people have different interests, and that's why we have different jobs. It would suck if everyone... Like, nobody would be famous if everyone wanted to be famous, you know? So. Exactly. Yeah. So, we're going to continue, like, just walking through Wikipedia and agreeing or disagreeing with stuff. Uh, it, Wikipedia mm -hmm. said, Generation Z tends to be abstain, abstemious, as, I'm good with words, abstemious, meaning not self-indulgence, and risk-averse compared to millennials. What do you think? Wait, I'm, like, a little confused. What is, like, what do you mean by that? Like... that it means, like, we're less willing to do s things that would get ourselves harmed. Oh, yeah. I would never harm myself. Like, wow, I, well, I agree with that because... I Yes, because no, everyone would, would like to harm themselves at some point. Most people would like to do that. No, I think it means, like... I think it's talking about things related to, like, alcohol or smoking, smoking, or... Well, I think with, like... Because, you know, there's a lot... You know, truth, like, the smoking thing, like, that anti-smoking. We got all these commercials now, all the yeah. time. YouTube ads spotify ads and it's just literally telling us horrible side effects like 
Do you remember when you were a kid, if you watched TV, and you would see, like, the whor- like the poor lady sitting in her hospital bed at, like, oh, 44 yeah. with a hole in her throat? Like, how could that make someone want to smoke? But, you know what? I guess I can't go for all Gen Z's, because there are definitely half my grades drooling in the bathroom during lunch. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, drooling... Julie- is a whole other thing, but there's a lot less people that are smoking now just because our educational system prioritizes, like, we had a lesson, we had an entire marking period in one year dedicated to telling us that these are the things that are going to happen if you smoke too much or drink too much, and I've, education matters because it honestly gets through to people, and back then, like, didn't your teachers ever tell you that back then there were advertisements talking about how smoking's good for your body or how cool and rad smoking was, and that's why a ton of yeah my yeah my dad actually in his high school had a smoking lounge like where you can go and smoke cigarettes like I can't even imagine if I walked into a bathroom and saw kids smoking cigarettes like I that'd be so weird because now we all we do is smell jewels which don't even smell that bad but like I don't ever want a jewel but like I mean, kids do it in class but yeah. you can never light a cigarette in class. Like with a match or a lighter and stuff, and do that. That co- you would definitely smell. smell yeah, but Julie's Julie's not okay. I think it's no, it's definitely not okay. It's so it has to be bad for you. It's like people that say like smoking pot. I so here's <laughs> a story. When I went to do a bathroom, I saw a bunch of kids with red eyes, uh, and I didn't know what they were doing. So I went back to my class and told them, and then a friend told me that they were smoking pot. <laughs> people like literally, I don't. I guess it really can't do anything bad to you. I feel like it could really do something bad to you. It yeah. has to damage your brain. I mean, burns they, brain cells. The problem is that they don't even know what bad stuff it does to you. Because we're the ones, like right now, Gen Z is the one that gets to see their parents and their grandparents die of lung cancer because of smoking. And the next two generations are going to see us, like the people who did juuling. Smoke pot. And smoke pot and stuff die of a bunch of other terrible things then and they'll be like oh we're never doing e-cigarettes you know i think it's just human beings learning but also repeating their mistakes over and over again because we will find new ways (laughs) to screw ourselves over so with horrible addictions yeah and like i don't know if this happens in your school but do you ever see kids drinking like i don't see kids drinking but my dad said when he was a kid like People used to get drunk in school. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine someone getting drunk in my school. A lot of movies... That, that'd be a, crazy. A lot of movies actually, like, show uh, high schoolers smoke, uh, drinking and smoking. And I'm like, that's not even accurate anymore. Nobody really bothers drinking as, like, to show they're cool. Because that's also another thing that they really showed us. Like, this is not something that's great. But... Drinking, I think, in small doses is fine, as long as you can control it, you know. I mean, I know you you say you well, don't drink. not under the age of 21. And I know, actually, I kind of take that back. Not in school, but I know kids in my grades drink White Claws, which is like a seltzer alcohol, so it tastes like soda. Oh. Like, I, one of my neighbors was drinking, like, White Claws, and she got in trouble. So. Which is kind of insane. Like, I, it's weird that we're in this age now where our friends and people we knew when we were younger are, like, getting addicted to, like, things that we were taught to never get addicted to. It's weird, right? I actually, I think yeah. I read somewhere that you're going to be surprised by how many people are dead in your high school when you go to your high school reunions, which is, like, I can't wait to see that. That is, that, that's going to surprise me. Like, I, the kids that I talk to every day or just see in the hallway... Like, them dying because of something they did, like, a drug or an alcohol. That's just insane. Yeah. They could not, like, I can't, I can't even process it. I don't know. Well, to be fair, some of it is going to be accidents and stuff, so that's too bad. Yeah, yeah that would, that, that's going to be unfortunate. I, I don't want that to happen. Mm. 
So, right. did you find any? Okay, I'm gonna stop you, and we're gonna we're gonna have this segment in the show where you tell me one good thing you saw this week because it is very hard to find good news nowadays. So, anything. Um. Wow. There has not been that many that that much good news this week, considering. No, just you know, some stupid stuff lost, that uh, you found or something. Um. Good news. Well, I don't know. I mean, there was definitely, like, I saw people, like, donating, like, masks. Did you see that lady that donated 750,000 masks for, like, dogs and wildfires? She, like, no. made them because, you know, the California wildfires. She made these masks for dogs to, like, put on their face but not, like, uncomfortable for them not to get, like, any damage from it, which I thought was really good. That's adorable. Yeah. What have you found that was good news this week? Oh, yeah. I saw this. I saw on the news this billionaire that I think gave away 99% of all of his earnings and he saved like only $3 million for retirement or something. And that was crazy. And oh my he God. donated those anon anonymously. So we didn't even know that he donated all of the, his money to charities and stuff until it came out that he only had like, that he only had a few million prepared for him and his wife's retirement. Because, like, what's he going to do with a billion dollars? Like, I mean, that's so nice of him. Like, I feel like we need more people like that. Because there are so many people in need right now. And literally the coronavirus, people taking jobs away. And, you know, how much money do people really get from those, like, checks? They get 1200 like, once every two months from the government. Like, how is that going to keep you alive? Give you food, pay your rent, pay electric, like, water, yeah. etc. All those things. Yeah, and most billionaires, I mean, a lot of big-name billionaires signed an act where they would get like give away 50% of their money by the time like 20 years after by the time it's 20 years after they're dead or something right like I think Bill Gates and Warren Buffett were some of the people who signed that and it's just I think people give it's like million, a trust fund. yeah people give billionaires way too much for their money when they're I, I, at that point I think you have enough money that you're willing to give it away you know yeah like eat the rich I I don't stand that because oh. I if you make your money like that, and billionaires are not, like, billionaires usually don't hog their money together and, like, don't share it. Yeah. But I know a lot of, like, Gen Zs my age think they do. Like, all over TikTok, you'll see so many people saying, eat the rich love. Like, <laughs> I don't understand that. They're literally helping people. People like to look for the bad news. It's hard to find good news, though. It's really hard to. Yeah. Because, you know, true. I just had to Google. It is true that it is unfair that, like, top one percent have more money than the rest of the world the rest of the 99 percent combined but those people work to get there so it's blame the system yeah, no one's not really the handed people, blame the system not the people playing in the system you know it's a capitalist country which you're allowed to do like what you know you want to do if you're going to make a business you have the potential so you see a lot of gen z's that you know like you said before have entrepreneur skills but since they're young, they can't do it. But what about when they're older and they do have a business and it comes successful and they have to pay more taxes just because younger kids, like kids your age, say no. Kids younger than you say like, oh, eat yeah. the rich. They they should pay more taxes. You'll regret that. All right. Exactly. Let's, all right. Let's get back on to like Gen Z and what people think of Gen Z, and the people really focus on the fact besides how we're gonna grow up in a future that's terrible according to everyone 
uh, is the fact that we have a really we have probably the mo strongest relationship with technology so far. Obviously, Generation Alpha is gonna have more relationship with technology. Like my, I I told you this other day that my little little cousin who's like four is already watching YouTube on her iPad, and she knows how to like click on buttons on the iPad and stuff and get the YouTuber she wants, and it's crazy. But we were really the ones that pioneered living with the internet, right? Yeah, I got my first iPad when I was eight for Christmas, and I remember I would, I mean, I was bad at it. I could go on YouTube and watch random videos because I couldn't type in, like, who I wanted to watch mm -hmm. because there like, when, in, like, 2013, there was no, there was a couple big YouTubers, like, Stampy, but there wasn't, like, you know, a big genre. Like, Minecraft is basically the only thing that you could watch as a kid. No, but I do remember watching an anime as an eight-year-old that I don't know the name of, but it was you, on YouTube, and it was a guy that narrated his own it. voice. You pirated it on I need YouTube. To, I just, I, it was a cartoon. Yeah, I didn't it know was, it was anime. It was different back then because a lot of the internet stuff was just beginning. So we were the ones that explored the wild wilderness of YouTube and Twitter and Instagram and stuff. Like, before Twitter, YouTube wasn't as regulated as it was now. So, like, my cu baby cousin's going to be going on YouTube Kids, where the YouTube Google is going to be carefully looking at stuff. I mean, there was some creepy things on there. But for the most part, it's a completely safe zone for her. While we were going in there and looking at... Uh, what were the Yeah, we were exposed to everything. Yeah, it was probably like, pretty bad for us. I, yeah, but, I mean, I don't like, regret it, because... I feel like if you're sheltered your entire life on the internet, like the internet is definitely like a forest and you can go anywhere and you can keep walking forever. Yeah, the internet helped and made us grow faster, I think, because you're, you have to face more things. You have to be exposed to more things. Yeah, definitely helped me with like my research skills. Cause I, I, if I wanted to find something, I would have to spend like, a good hour as a kid trying to find what I wanted to watch and like going on different websites just to get there. So now, like, as a high schooler getting projects, research projects, I know where to go and, like, how to find things. Yeah, and let's Like, better than it. a teacher could teach you how to read it in a book well, and find it, like, a definition in a, like, a dictionary. Reading you know? is important, too. But, yeah, I would Yeah, but it's a lot easier when you can Google everything. Yeah, I wouldn't want to go into a library and, like, carefully find stuff. So, yeah, well, let's yeah. talk about some of, some internet regulations and stuff i don't know where i'm going with this no i mean because in the future a lot of the stuff is going to get more regularly regulated because now you're seeing twitter and facebook have regulations on fake news and political stuff and you see youtube obviously have the youtube ad apocalypse that happened like a few years ago and is now the norm was it a few years ago or just two years yeah. ago oh, yeah Can that was literally like two years ago because that was when rice gum and like all of them were super popular and putting like 20 ads in a video yeah it's crazy how things change so fast and with you going with regulations if you have kids and you're older do you think you're gonna like let them like go on the internet as we did when we were our age because i i don't know i don't feel like i'd be comfortable with my kids watching what i watched as a kid on youtube but at the same time i don't want to hold them back from getting yeah. like exposed because like you want your kid to like know how to do his own things but you don't want him to know like bad things yeah that's definitely true i think it, it, it would be more fair if you let them experience what but they, they'll never experience what you experience because when they're on youtube 
there's probably not gonna be any of the controversial creators anymore because YouTube will be the new TV, you know? Like, do you remember watching TV? Because I think I stopped when I was 10 or something. Yeah, I, I, I ended, like, when the regular show ended on Cartoon Network because I used to watch TV all day, and now I haven't watched TV, like, in forever. I, I watch Netflix on my phone and stuff, but I'll never sit anymore and stare at TV all day. Like, yeah. it's just not something, like, I want to do. It'll be crazy to see what comes next. I'm thinking that what comes after YouTube and stuff is going to be the immersive internet, Will, where you go in a VR set and you can literally walk through the internet and that will be what the next generation or after generation alpha, because I don't think it's going to happen the next 20 years, but that's going to be what the next next generation is going to deal with, where they can walk through the internet. Yeah, like I definitely want to do that too. Like walk <laughs> through the internet. That sounds insane. Walking... And like clicking on things and looking at pictures and videos and 3D videos, like VR is already just you know insane. Yeah. Imagine like what you're saying, walking and actually doing that stuff. That'd be so cool. Do you think our generation will be able to adapt to new technology better than our grandparents and our parents do? Because my, I have one grandpa who's super techie, but my other grandparents are completely hopeless in technology. I hope so. I like one of my goals for when I'm older is to stay in touch with technology because I don't want to fall behind. Yeah. Like so, like. A couple weeks ago, I feel like I was already falling behind with, like, consoles and stuff. I know you're on top of it, but I, like, don't do, like, console research or, you know, computer research or game research just as much as I used to. And, like, all these games are coming out. It's crazy that I don't even know when they're coming out. Because 2016, I was there for every single update. And, like, new game came out, coming out. Yeah, you know, crazy. it's just, now I'm not. <laughs> the new graphics card came out. The... NVIDIA GTX 3000 series and my brother was like Erica this is like two times as powerful as my graphics card which came out like last year I'm like wow I did not know this until I suddenly wanted a laptop and that is crazy and absurd and technology well at this point I think our phones are just getting a little bit powerful over time but there's going to be a breakthrough sometime and I hope that you and I can be able to adapt to that when we're 20-something. I mean, but when we're 20-something, we can probably adapt. But when we're, like, 50-something, uh, I wouldn't want to give up just because I don't understand technology. Yeah, it's hard. Like, I, I didn't even know when a graphics card was coming out. But, I don't, like, it's, it's weird and expensive. Like, it's so expensive if you want the new thing. That graphics card is probably, like, $800. And you can probably buy something that's... You can buy a whole laptop for $800, which, yeah. you know, it could be worth it to gamers, but it's also, like, that's so much money. Mm. And, like, you know, like, for the PS5, video games are not going to be $70. It's just, yeah. just making a game more expensive for, like, every console. Well, it's called... I forgot what it's called. What's the... It's an E word. It's the Inflation. E yes, inflation. It's called inflation. Like, I think the lobs of yeah. money our generation is throwing around... Is throwing around. It's nothing like what 50 years ago. Because I was reading in my in this book, and it was like 50 years ago, you could buy a Hershey bar for like 25 cents, and now you can buy a Hershey bar for like $1.50, and the Hershey bar is smaller. And that's just inflation. So Yeah, which I don't understand why people complain about that. I mean, of course, more money is going to, like... Yeah, it's going it, to Of course, everything's going to get more expensive. It can't last, like, though, so get ready 
Though, to be fair. Do you think Gen Z's act different because of their culture? Because, like, I was. You act a lot different than me. And we're both two different, you know, people. Well, yeah. But like, I grew up with different regulations, different traditions. Like, do you think that changed you and how you're gonna, like, grow up versus for me? Or how I grew like, how I grew up is gonna change, like, you know, you're for, like, what so we do. You're more social media savvy than me, because I can't get into Twitter and Instagram and stuff, and definitely not TikTok. So, the only Yeah, I can scroll media, through all day. Yeah, the only social media I really go on every day is YouTube, and I don't even know if that really counts, though. I think YouTube should count as a social media, because you can... But that's, like, the hardest social media to grow on. That's true. Because it's the biggest. Like, so. Yeah. I mean, there's, like, the most users. Like, how many YouTube users are there? Wait, a I lot. think that's why you talk. Alright. Alright, well, Gen Z and social... Most Generation Z are going to be like you, where they know social media and they're really into social media and stuff, right? So I think that's... Mm-hmm. Our, our generation is going to be about a lot more open than other generations and that might be a bad thing and it might be a good thing and i just i don't think i can get into it because it's it's a little too open for me i don't want to share everything about myself on the internet i love doing that like I, I don't know why i love doing that but i just i just do also for the last thing there are 31 million users yeah like youtube like channels like that that's like just channels people that signed up. There, I know when I was a kid, I did not have a channel or whatever, like to like videos and comment. I would just watch them. So. So I'm gonna get a little dark here before we get happy again. Actually, the next topic after this is also pretty dark. So we're gonna go into dark territory. Our generation has never lived in a war. I mean, lived in a time before the war on terror, and the massive. Well, I storm- thought we were going into war. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How do you think this has affected our generation, Will? I think we're a lot more insensitive to topics that our parents are sensitive about. Oh, like, yeah. I know when World War Three was trending, I wasn't, like, I was scared about it, but not really, because I've never really lived through one. And they say how horrible it is, but I'm still underage. I couldn't even get drafted or anything. But it seems like our parents are just so scared. Like, when my dad was, like, young, his brother was drafted in the world, like, of Vietnam. That's scary. I, I don't think I would want mine. Like, if I had, like, an older brother, imagine just him getting taken away. And like having a great chance of dying because it's Vietnam or a horrible war. Yeah, but it's not only that. It's that we've always lived in a time where our politicians and our government are waging war against Afghanistan and the Middle East, right? We've never lived in a time where we weren't fighting against someone as the U.S. So we're just kind of insensitized to this where we're like, oh, this has always been the norm. We've never experienced anything else. So... Like, we just live our life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh. But nothing's ever, like, really... I mean, it, there's always threats, but I feel like nothing's happened to make us super scared. Like, they always threatened for, like, nukes and wars yeah. and invasions, but it, it never really happens. And I I'm think, grateful that it doesn't happen, but I, think I don't it's the understand fact, why they fight so much. I think it's the fact that we always get these threats. Like, we're used to them at this point. You could... Like, you could literally exactly. tell our generation that the world is, like, that there's going to be a nuke, and we'll be like, oh, okay. And we wouldn't care. Sure. Like, sure. That's terrible. Because I feel like we know, we like, mentally think it's not going to happen, because it, it's not, it's never happened before. Like, I know my mom definitely did not think, like, when she went to school that day just to teach, that two airplanes were going to crash to the tallest buildings in New York. 
Yeah, but and stuff has an actual happened. terrorist attack would happen. Stuff has happened to us though. Like the well, our stuff hasn't been war. I think like war stuff. Oh my god, war stuff. No, but I mean, like when California burns around us, and when the COVID nineteen is spreading, we're just sitting here like, okay, let's move on, guys. Okay. Because we're so used to moving on, they always push so much forward that now that we're standing back. Like, what are we supposed to do? Yeah. Like, I'm used to things changing every day. A new thing happening every day. Yeah, we're not like used to. a new event, to... new threat. Yeah. Like, a nine-month coronavirus still in the air. <laughs> but it's... I feel like this is kind of a U.S. problem. Because other countries like China are practically reopened. We're still under 100,000 cases. While we literally just hit 200,000 today. Or this week. Yeah. With deaths. We doubled, like, their cases and deaths. Yeah. I think you touched on a very important thing when you said that the world just keeps on telling us to move forward because I think the world is a lot more fast-paced now than 30 years ago because of technology and how we connect with each other and we get news instantly like every day there's something new trending on Twitter and every day we learn about it and forget the thing that happened two weeks ago you know it the world is moving so exactly yeah the world yeah is- like the night I went to go to bed and I looked at Twitter and I saw Chadwick Baldwin died like I got up and like ran to my parents and that was literally four minutes ago when I saw that. I literally heard about his death in four minutes. Yeah. And Someone that no one expected to die became number one trending on all social medias for literally three days straight. Yeah, and how long has it been since then? It feels like forever, right? Because there's been so much I new know. stuff since he died, and that's terrible. Like, we can never settle at, on one thing anymore. We're just moving like... <laughs> like that. Yeah, thing after thing. Yeah. And But I kind of appreciate it. It makes you... Like, I don't, I mean, I feel like we should, we'll always remember Chadwick Baldwin and uh, any other celebrity that's died in 2020 as a great, like, influencer. Mm. But I like the way we don't hold on to the past and be sad about it every day of our lives. I like the way we're able to be sad about new things every day. <laughs> you yeah, know? But I, personally, I think it kind of screws us over because we are always just, we never really have the time to go and say, wow this actually means something, this is important, or I should be sad about this, because look at the shiny new thing to be sad about. <laughs> That's how I That's see like, it. Yeah, it's true, though. Very true. Yeah. All right, so, speaking of moving on fast, the first of our generation has started to emerge in the workforce. You and I will be going to college really soon. Does that scare you? No. I've been waiting to go to college forever. I want to, like start living my adult life and having my opinions really matter to the world versus me just you know saying them as a 16 year old teenager who really whoever thinks doesn't know anything but i feel like yeah me generation too. does like we know what we're talking about i feel like like well, you know i mean we I have our opinions little, we should be able to express them that's a little egotistic of you i mean i know but i just want to be able to say what i want yeah. to say and people actually care about it that's true i'm excited to go to college too even though uh, college has never been harder to get into and get out of for, with debt because a 2013 survey by Anne-Marie Trey found that 47% in the United States considered here to be those between the age of 14 and 23 were concerned about student debt, while 36% were worried about being able to afford a college education at all. Uh, I, told, I was talking to you about this because I had a mental breakdown about it. So yeah, uh, are you worried about your impending student uh, debt and being able to afford college um not too much because i feel like my parents are gonna have my back but i know there's definitely other kids out there that are not getting 
as much money for their future or college. Oh, yeah. Because like, my parents have a savings for me that could probably pay for more than half of it. But I know I'm going to have to take some loans out. They're not paying for all my college. Because, you know, they want me to get a job and have to do my own life. Of course. Yeah. yeah I don't... But I don't blame yeah. the parents that don't want to spend money on their kids' college education because some parents would like to retire. Like, I know my parents will definitely want to retire sooner. And having to pay, like, 70000 a year or even 30000 a year puts a dent on your retirement. Like, so, yeah. It's a dent on your, like, career for, like, four years straight. And if you have a sibling that's also going to college, that could yeah. be, like, almost a decade of them just paying for your college, yeah. which I don't think is fair. Because my parents got their college paid for, but it was not nearly as expensive as it is now. Which, I don't know, like, this is, that's, there's no reason it has to be this expensive. Like, $300 for textbooks when I can just get online. Or a degree, a piece of paper that says I'm able to do this, should not be, yeah. you know, six figures or more. I think college, in, like, I read somewhere that college is the thing that's getting more expensive the fastest. Meaning that its value or its worth is getting lower every year. And there's going to be a tipping point, tipping point when going to college isn't going to be worth it anymore if it keeps on going like this. Like, at this point, I think it's still worth it because of like, how much more money you make if you have a degree. But at some point, like, how much more money you're going to make is not going to matter if you're $200,000 in debt and crying. And so... You know, and, like, if people are able to make their own businesses and be successful, and you see those happening... People think, like, why should I go if I can make my own business with my own ideas yeah. and make money from those? Which a lot of people, you know, are starting to be able to do with clothing brands, products, technology. Yeah, yeah because like, the internet the makeup lets brands. Us, the internet lets us do that because you can just get up there. Yeah, and get our own, like, advertising out there. It's a platform for you to use, and you should use it wisely. At, speaking of college, this year, a lot of college students are actually taking a year off because they're not willing to pay and this is very smart they're not willing to pay money just for zoom call college you know so yeah i wouldn't either like unless i'm in my college i'm not doing online college for seventy thousand yeah. dollars a year i'd rather spend that money on a business or an idea i have yeah or save it for yeah. next year where you actually get to meet your professors and stuff so here's our last topic should this make it a happy one it's not a happy one, I'm sorry. But we'll end it on a happy note. Anyway, so we were talking about how the media characterizes us as anxious and depressed. And I think it has to be, it's a part, in part because those sort of things are more, people talk about them more now. The mental health movement really hit its stride in our generation. And it's been neglected in most of our history because in, in the past, mental health was seen as if you had an issue, you were seen as being weak or wrong, and, and now... almost put you as, like, a disabled. Yeah. Like, that. And now, people are talking more about it. They're like, well, everyone has these issues, so why should you be made ashamed embarrassed of? Embarrassed or upset. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, if I have anxiety, I definitely want to express it to my family or friends. But I know if, when, you know, millennials... Or kids, or even like you know, Gen X's. Um, Gen if X. they had something, they really just had to keep their mouth shut and deal with it silently, which is not a good way yeah. of dealing with anything. That's very true. But yeah. Well, there's also the fact a lot of people are worried about overdiagnosis now because they're like, well, doctors have a freaking mental health disorder for everything, so that means 
something must be wrong, right? So. <laughs> yeah, and getting medication for literally like a fear of spiders. I don't feel like that's that. There's literally a phobia for that arachnophobia. Yeah, well, that's one of the famous ones. And you can get medication for arachnophobia. Like I, I don't think if you see a, like I don't have it, and maybe I don't know what it's like to see a spider and be scared literally for days or have a panic attack because of one. I hope like people you know don't really get it that bad that they need to get medication for it and it needs its own whole diagnosis you know fear of everything yeah well i think the fact that there's like an entire 900 page book about mental disorders is because i think everyone has something wrong like something different about their brain and people should just accept that people have different issues in their brain and different like just since you have one issue you might also be i mean i don't want to say like that like because like not because but you have you can have a mental health disorder and then you can also have something that makes you better at doing something than other people and those things are just are just things that are different with your brain than other people's brains and not everyone's brain is going to be the same so there shouldn't be a problem with talking about how your brain is different than other people's brains. Yeah. Well, that was happy. That was a good ending of people being, you know, more open. Well, I think that was a good ending. So, this has been Your Stupid, we're Gen Z, and we're a couple of Gen Z teenagers who think they're smarter than they actually are and talk about subjects they find vaguely interesting. Well, next Saturday, I want to talk to you about TikTok news. Oh, yeah, and all the drama that's being circulated around it with it maybe getting banned from the App Store and removed. Alright, thank you for listening, and please remember to subscribe so you can catch the next episode.